right, so y'all ready? Yes, y'all ready for this. All right, here we go. Hello, and welcome to Iacon Underground Radio for the week of October 4th, 2017. I'm Jen. And I'm David. Uh, so, uh, this week we are back to recording. Well, uh, th- this month we're back. It's, it's been a while. Yeah, we're, we're backish. Uh, mostly because there's, there's just a lot to say, at least for, for me personally. I guess this is sort of mm. a, uh, a warm up and easing back into it. Uh, but mostly, uh, I guess, did you want to talk about the Optimus Prime comic a little bit, David, even though I haven't uh, read it yet? Uh, you can spoil me. Oh, yeah. Well, it, I can pretty much do it quickly. Well, do we want to talk about the Lost Light? Probably no. No, was, there was enough ago. Whatever. <sighs> Optimus Prime was kind of a yeah, while ago. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> honestly, I can't deal with that issue of the Lost Light right now. <laughs> I'm I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to plead an Ultra Magnus and say I can't deal with that now. Uh, oh, uh, yeah. So the, the subject matter is. <laughs> oh, I just realized. Uh, anyway, Optimus Prime. But, uh, but um, yeah, something I could complain about. Also, yes, I. You know, I mentioned that. Uh, so I was at TFCon not the whole weekend, but on Saturday, uh-huh. uh, because I realized that it was like less than an hour and a half's drive up towards like the area I used to live. So I was pretty familiar with driving up there and basically there's no good reason for me not to go. And it was pretty great. Uh, it did come up at one point that, uh, that uh, we don't really talk about stuff we don't like because if we don't like it, we just can't be bothered to talk about it. Uh, but I did mention that the one exception is Livio Raymondelli. <laughs> yeah, like, like um, ultimately, uh, I, I like to try to be constructive about criticism and, and talk about things I like instead of just. Well, it's it's kind of too easy to complain about things, but yeah, there's Livio Raymondelli. It's ah, uh, he's he's the the rainy, cloudy day on an otherwise good week. Because uh, well, because he and, so is oh, that such a cocktail too. Hmm? <laughs> well, this issue, I mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, I, do you want me to start out just talking about TFCon stuff and no, then no, we can, I can we do can Optimus Prime pretty quickly. It, it doesn't, it, it may be spoiler, but looking at the cover, Barber, Raymond Dilly, oh no, Zama and Bertram, wait, what? Why are there two or three artists? Because the beginning, it's bookended by K. Zama's art. So you have uh-huh. Optimus and Pyromagna going to talk to Alpha Tryon, and Tryon wants to tell his story, and then Starscream shows up and says, Speak of the Devil! That's me. Basically. He does say <laughs> Speak of the Devil, I forget the other part. So, Alpha Tryon tells a story of how the Autobot symbol came to be, and it's this weird, confusing thing that... I'm not sure if it's actually Alpha Tryon lying, him being senile, or him just telling a really bad metaphor, but in the flashback, art all by Livio Raymondelli, so it's hard to tell which character is which. Um, mm-hmm. Onyx Primal, who is a centaur transformer, by Livio Raymondelli, yeah. only has two legs, not four. Uh-huh. Um, also, we find out, supposedly, according to Galvatron, Galvatron and RC are brothers. 
What? Okay. Sure. And then, like, uh, Onyx Primal is the one, he talks to Metro Titan, and Metro Titan tells him what Primus's face looks like, and that's what an Autobot symbol looks like, and, and Starscream is having none of that shit at the end of his story. It's like, that's bullcrap. <laughs> I, I do like, you know, having a nice unreliable narrator, uh, but I think it's good to be clear, like, when it's unreliable, like you being able to to tell. Well, I I'm not sure the intent, but I can only assume. Although it's, I'm assuming because it's ugly Livio Raymondelli art that it is faulty narrator. <laughs> but it's it's like <laughs> normally when it's the Barber and Raymondelli combining together, it's like okay, Barber's writing is good, and I hate Raymondelli's art. Fine, whatever. That's my taste. But this, it's like uh-huh. the writing yeah. and the art are both annoying me until it comes back to the present and, and Starscream's just sassing up old Alpha Tryon and, and, and then President Michelle Obama unveils the, um, the inductee for Earth's Council of Worlds cut to a panel mm-hmm. of Buster. The dog? <laughs> Starscream and Pirate Magazine's re- reaction is the dog. It's not actually who is the council member, <laughs> but that panel, oh, drawn by Keizama, this adorable little puppy, that makes the, after all the Olivia Raymondelli stuff in the middle, that panel was wonderful. Mm-hmm. So this is the best and worst issue of Optimus Prime. <laughs> and I'm done. Just, just mood whiplash there. Yes. Yeah, I, I have a bunch of reading I need to catch up on. Uh, I've, you know, been uh, been kept busy with like technically three jobs, oh. uh, but that's that's settling da- settling down, so I can uh, hunker down and get caught up on some of that. Uh, but yeah, so I was at TFCon, and mm. I will say that, and and I wasn't even I wasn't really the only one to notice this, but it really is feeling like with BotCon officially gone, everybody's just sort of going to TFCon now. Yeah. Uh, because there were just a bunch of BotCon people there. And apparently that's not normally, I mean, it, it's the case to some degree, but, you know, it was observed by other people. Uh, well, did- okay. So it was, so, so I got a name drop. It's when I was hanging out with Aaron Archer. Yeah. <laughs> and, and he pointed out that, uh, you know, there there were a lot of BotCon people, a lot more than there had been at previous TFCons he'd been at. So, I mean, it, it did have that kind of feeling. It did have that feeling of, you know, the, the old school BotCons where it was more, you know, the guests were more accessible. Uh, there, there was a great big line to get to James Roberts. And admittedly, I, because I had to work the next day, uh, I left around nine o'clock, so I didn't get to like hang out at the bar till three in the morning like the old days. Oh. But the the hotel bar or the hotel lobby had an open bar, you know, as part of the lobby, and <laughs> it was even on the schedule. <laughs> Which, admittedly, that was always it always used to be an unofficial part of it, but it was on the schedule this time. Uh, but uh. Yeah, uh, I, I went, they had, uh, James Roberts, I got to watch his panel, 
they had uh, after him was Aaron Archer, uh, and then David Kay, and then Neil Ross and Jack Angel, uh, which was pretty cool. Uh, in retrospect, I kind of wish that I had gotten some questions, some animated related questions to ask David Kay that I could maybe put on Stasis Pod, but I, I wasn't that prepared. <laughs> and I, I did get to, uh, get to point out to my father when we were watching last week tonight <laughs> after that, I was like, he was at the convention I was at. <laughs> so, uh, which was pretty great, uh, which was better than years and years ago watching the Fox Nick Fury movie and seeing Gary Chalk there and saying he was at the convention I was at. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, it was, it was really nice. Uh, it, it definitely, you know, it was a lot smaller than BotCon has become, but it was definitely about the size of earlier BotCons. Huh. Uh, and I, I do think, you know, I, I talked to Aaron about this because part of why I know people, I guess sort of the, the official stance in, in our particular community was very, you know, away from third party stuff, uh, was sort of following Aaron's lead on that. Uh, and as that sort of, you know, I'm not going to say that's the biggest part of TFCon, but that's sort of where that kind of, that's sort of what was what set them apart from BotCon in later years was that they, you know, actually supported that stuff. Whereas BotCon was, was actively like getting away from it and preventing it from being on the floor. Uh, but, you know, Aaron was saying that when he worked at Hasbro, his biggest concern was just that, you know, these, these were Transformers toys to your average person and they were not up to child safety standards. Mm-hmm. Uh, while I was there, I picked up, uh, Mastermind Creations version of More Than Meets the Eye, Rodimus and Megatron. Uh, and I was showing them to him and he was, you know, pointing out the parts that you couldn't get away with if you were actually trying to sell a toy in the U.S. But yeah, his concern was that some kid was going to get injured playing with them and the news would pick it up as child injured by Transformers toys. And, you know, that was going to be a big PR issue that they had no control over. Uh, And I'm not saying that he's become a fan of third party stuff uh, more that he than he's just sort of you know, learn to, to shrug and accept it and not be bothered by it. Uh, but two big things, one being that no kid is, you know, he's realized that no one is letting their kids touch these. Uh, you know, when, when I brought them home, I, I pointed out to my mother that, you know, when I get set up with my display area, I'm going to have to have like an ages 12 and up shelf, uh, away from the reach of my nephews when they come to visit. Uh, because there's this, this stuff that's not child safe that I being a responsible collector, uh, am going to keep even out of their view. Uh, and that's basically the people who are buying these have been, A, no one's buying them for their kids, uh, because of the pricing. Uh, and no one's letting their kids get a hold of them. Uh, and the second thing just being that, uh, 
they've continued to be a market that Hasbro isn't really interested in pursuing on their own. Yeah, because that, they're that high bigger, end collector, heavier. They have die cast in them, although uh, now Hasbro has been doing little die cast faces on things. Yeah, but but yeah, it's you know they're that high end collectible market that's not actively competing with anything Hasbro is doing, and if anything, uh, it was pointed out at one point over this weekend uh, by someone I was hanging out with that. Uh, a few years ago, one of the third-party companies did the jump starters, and now no one yeah. can get rid of those <laughs> because there are perfectly good Hasbro jump starters now. And I saw oh, people yeah. at the convention the, trying to sell them at you know <laughs> much less than they were, much less than I sold mine for two years ago. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, uh, yeah which is the. The thing, Hasbro's but, more doubling up on things, because a lot of the third party, they, they, they made a bunch of Devastators. We got a bit a cheaper Devastator that, okay, maybe not quite yeah. as good in some respects, not as many elbows, but Devastator. And they keep making Dinobots and Optimuses and Megatrons and things. It, 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 third party guys, make more of the weird stuff. Make more Tarn. Or, yeah, the DJD, and that's, I mean, Hasbro's never going to make K-On! They're never going to make oh, a toy well, that turns into an electric chair. I Well, no, they might make Tarn eventually. None of the other guys are ever getting toys. No, no, and that's, you know, the fact that they have a market niche that does not really compete with Hasbro product is something that's made him sort of... You know, like I said, not see them as, as, as bad as they were. Because in a way, they are kind of not quite at the same level as people who you see who make plush toys, uh, which I also got. If you looked at my Twitter, I got a, an adorable, uh, little plushy Rodimus. Uh, and you know, there's always been that sort of, fan craft thing and more and more in recent years and they've always been a kind of a little bit of that because they are made by fans but they're also specifically you know transforming robot yeah. toys well yeah um, it's when they become trans the transforming part i think is where it, it walks the line of yeah that may be a bit too much copyright infringement yeah. It's but noticeable. It's, it's not just this one-off cute plushie. I guess all of this is kind of a preamble to saying that I want to talk about third-party stuff occasionally. <laughs> okay, yeah. Because in the past, we've, time, we've been but... very against that. But And again, it's like I said, we don't talk about stuff we don't like because we can't be bothered to. Yeah. Uh, and there was a lot... See, of course, this being not an official Transformers convention, there wasn't really any official Transformers stuff coming out of it. Mm. Uh, I mean, <laughs> there there was if you follow, uh, yeah, if you follow James Roberts on Twitter, uh, you've seen him tweet out that he did finally come up with a Megatron haiku, which someone had asked him for at his panel. Oh, I apparently missed that. But but other than that, I mean, as far as news goes, most of what came out of this show is third-party stuff. Well, yeah, well, and there's also been a lot of news that we missed in past. We Did we miss Hascon when that happened? 
I think so, but was there really that much news out of Hascon no, except No, it was the- pretty much stuff we, we'd already seen, or things, or more confirmations. Like, the, the leaked toys we'd already talked about were shown off, and not even all of them. <laughs> yes. Uh, we did miss uh, Toys R Us going at bankrupt, but... Mm. Yeah, that's just sort of... Everybody else has probably already talked about that. Yeah, there's not really a lot to say about that since it's apparently oh, the kind th- of bankruptcy that doesn't make you close. No, not really. It, it well, yeah, because it's what it's complicated stuff. One important thing we from Hascon we did miss the adorable little Dinobot Slash. Yes. Jeez. Yay! The female Dinobot named after my favorite tag on Ao3. <laughs> it, it's <laughs> not just her Slash. name; it's what she writes. Yeah, I hope so. That's my fanon for her, at least. Oh, well, and um, Monkey Primal Surfboard yes. Power Master. That's kind of neat. But I'm just scrolling through our old news that we didn't get to. <laughs> our old news. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, I I went to, I did go to the third-party panel. Uh, I'm not super into third-party stuff like a lot of people are, uh, but I do love the stuff that is like the more than meets the eye designs. I like the stuff that's something particular like that. Uh, and, you know, watching, <laughs> watching the slideshow that they had, it really, you know what we need is more third party construct cons and combaticons and stunticons. Uh, yeah. Every, and you know, okay, so there are a couple trends in third party this year. Trends in third party this year. <laughs> uh, everyone is making a springer. Uh, Okay. Some some of them have already made a Springer, uh, like the one I posted the picture of, whose face looks like Donald Trump for some reason. Yeah, well, that is kind of old cartoon Springer's face. It, it was never that great. It's just specifically the the narrowed eyes and the set of his mouth just looks <laughs> the, the really Donald is... Trumpy to me. Yeah. Uh, everybody's doing an Overlord. Uh, Wait, well, which yeah. Oh, I, I even saw one that was like, it was just add-on parts for the Hasbro Overlord that replaced his pants and mm-hmm. hands. It's like, mm-hmm. why? I did see a set that gives you a Mega and a Giga for him, so that was pretty cool. I mean, that's nice. Like, upgrade things that, like, fix his face, change his face, or give them Mega and Giga. Yeah, that's cool, but, like, we're getting one from Hasbro, guys. You You should have put it out, like, Three years ago, if you wanted to make I it assume by fix his face, you mean give him glorious lips. Yeah, they're because... they're not um, big enough on the actual apparent toy. I did get to see the Hasbro one because uh, actually uh, Don of Headmaster fame, uh, he uh, I ended up hanging out with him and a couple other people uh, from over on RFC uh, at Aaron's panel. And he had picked up one uh, that had, like, one of the wings on his arm was, like, the wrong piece. So it was turned around. And so he got it for, oh. like, 35 bucks, which is pretty good. Uh, but, yeah, the, the lips could have been better. Uh, I did see that someone was making a set for – I guess that's that's one good niche that the third-party companies can do is replacement heads for the bigger Titan Returns toys whose yeah. – transforming heads are really not quite 
properly scaled. Or just have a weird gimmick like the Galvatron one that doesn't quite work. Yeah. So there there was one of those for six shot. Uh but another thing I've noticed is that all the third party stuff not all the third party stuff, one of the trends in third party stuff is stuff that's really big unless it's actually really small. Uh, <laughs> because yeah, they a do lot tend of to like big yeah, there's a bunch of stuff. Uh, there was, I think it was the Chosen Prime, uh, was, a, a store that had, actually, I, I had originally just sort of glanced over it because I thought it was like a display case of upcoming stuff and I didn't realize it was just the, all their stuff that was for sale. They just had in these yeah. huge display cases and you just say, I want one of those. Uh, oh. which is where I, ended up finding the Rodimus. I will say Megatron was an impulse buy because <laughs> I thought I wasn't going to find Rodimus and then he was at like the last booth I looked at. Oh. So there went my budget. Uh so <laughs> but uh but that just looking at their booth gave a really good look at sort of the you know, the the situation currently with the third party market. And there was stuff there were like Leader sized individual combaticons and stuff like that. I know. No, it was, there was, the combaticons don't have to be that big. No. Deluxes is And it was two companies are making enormous Omega Supremes. Uh, one of them is so big that you have to buy him in two parts, each of which is $200. Yeah, that that's ridiculous. Like, and and there's a giant scorpionok that kind of looks interesting, but is also like weird and squat. And there's there there's a Predaking. I think it's actually already out. That like mm-hmm. I'm not regretting trying to get now because we're getting a Hasbro one. Ha. Yeah. Yeah. But but yeah, there was a lot of stuff just unreasonably large. Uh, which is kind of why I like the Mastermind Creation stuff, because it's a good scale for what it is. Uh, mm. But uh, I, I did also notice, uh, along with the Jump Starters, uh, all the Function X toys from a few years back uh, that were the mm. Headmasters. Yeah, mm. those are... Uh, I saw somebody who had... I saw a table that had those for $40 each. Oh. Mind you, they started at $100 each. Yeah, they, they were ridiculously expensive. So, yeah, uh, it seems like the stuff that's getting replaced by official Hasbro product is, yeah, that's that's uh, a losing proposition. I guess that's the other thing that makes it sort of okay is that it's kind of a gamble for them to, you know, if they want to be the company that goes out on a limb oh, and does this yeah. stuff, that's their risk, and Hasbro's not taking the risk of making this stuff. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I, I actually, I really liked the little stuff, and most of that was by I think it's called Iron Factory. Uh, I had, I've actually had their little wind blade for a little while. Uh, I, oh, I personally, yeah. yes. I personally think that the idea of having like sub fifty dollar price point stuff is is a good idea. 
Uh, it makes it a lot more accessible to people, and they're usually really fun little bitty fiddly toys. Uh, there are seekers like that. Uh, and, you know, they've, they've got a, they've got an overlord, of course, but he's like, I don't know, maybe six inches high. Uh, and, you know, that's, it's like, like I said, it's the, the market seems to be going really big unless it's going really small. Uh, so it's, you know, it was really interesting to see all the stuff coming out. Uh, there's a lot of the same stuff over and over. Uh, it was a lot of Dinobots, Dinobots, Dinobots. I'm so sick of seeing all these. Wait, that's, is that an IDW Grimlock? Suddenly yeah, I oh, care. Oh, but didn't the IDW Grimlock look like it was like, um, Nick Roche's design, but stretched over the dinosaur the wrong way? It, it was, right me. I mean, it, it definitely still has a lot of the old Don Figueroa Grimlock design to it with the, the oh. teeth on the helmet and all that. Uh, but, but yeah, that was suddenly I cared about one of the third party Dinobots because I'm predictable apparently. Uh, but yeah, I've, I did hear there's someone I was hanging out with. Who was saying that he was part of some local meetup group with someone on one of these message boards who gets early product for review. Uh, and because he's in communication with these companies, he, you know, gets sort of an idea of what's going on behind the scenes. And part of what's going on behind the scenes is all these companies. Okay. Maybe not all of them, but a lot of these companies really hate each other. <laughs> and part of why they keep doing the same stuff is that they're they're just trying to actively compete with each other rather than just trying to create new product oh. for the market. Well, yeah. Hasbro doesn't have to worry now because they're, they're just trying to undercut each other by making bigger and yeah. bigger toys. That, that's, by making, that's... by trying to outdo each other instead of doing anything new. And I guess that's why we're still getting third-party Dinobots from everybody. That is... That is such a strange fan thing. It feels more like, like, two companies should, like, try to fill, work out a way, like, we'll fill different niches, so we're not competing against each other. Like, yeah, you can have, I, I did see some other company is doing a more than meets the eye, Rodimus. Yeah, <laughs> so, but yeah, you would think that maybe, you know, like, Mastermind Creations could focus on the comic-based stuff, and you could have, there's what was it? Fans Toys, I think, had like yeah. ridiculously oversized monster bots. Oh, oh like, yeah, they were like Voyager size, I think. They look awesome, they were, but no, they were bigger than that. They were huge. They were? I don't know. God, I saw them in person, and they're like ridiculous. It's like, I mean, I could, I almost feel like the idea is that it's trying to recreate that size of when you were much smaller. It's like how big the toys felt when you were <laughs> well, three wait, foot but, tall. But if they're actually the monster bots, the monster bots were itty bitty dudes. <laughs> well, no, not the uh, not the fire cons, but no, the wait, actual wait. or the no, and not the monster cons. Mean, oh, do you mean the terror cons? No, I mean well, what are you like about? grotusk. Grotusk. Oh, and... I always forget about those guys. What? Wait, big yeah. ones of them? I, I haven't yes. seen that. Gigantic Grotusk. 
it was kind of tempting. I've always liked him. That, I mean, not yeah, not but, actually tempting because I was so out of money. But anyway, why would you get that when you can have an itty bitty one with a Titan Master who's adorable? <laughs> I know. I not know. to mention, like, if you really like the Monster Bots that much, get the original Monster Bots. They're pretty damn good. They're and they're cheaper. You could probably yeah. buy them sealed for cheaper than these were. Uh, but but yeah, that was. At least they were trying to do something interesting, though. Okay, at least that that's a different niche that nobody else is probably going to make. <laughs> another one. Another one that I saw that someone was doing that was something that I guarantee you no one else is doing is the G2 little cars. Rapido and Scram and Windbreaker <laughs> and Turbo Fire. Okay, yeah, yeah like, more of that yes. guys. <laughs> I love those. They were so great. Uh, so yeah, I, uh, I may have to keep an eye on those coming out. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it was just very, I don't know, kind of disappointing how much they're just doing the same things over and over. Mm-hmm. It's like, boy, I sure wish we could get more stunticons. Yeah, they're kind of dumb. I, yeah. I, if, if you're going to make third party stunticons, make a third party Breakdown, who looks better than the Hasbro one that can combine with the other guys. <laughs> yeah, uh, there you go. Fill in some niches there. Little arms. Aww. Uh, there was one company that I noticed that I don't even know if they're trying to be a third-party company because their stuff is literally just knockoffs. Just oversized knockoffs of existing oh. Hasbro product. They were called, like, Wei Zhang, uh, and they just... All their stuff was just giant knockoffs of existing Hasbro stuff. I'm like, really? Really? I am amused by the idea of giant knockoff toys. But since I haven't Mm -hmm. seen any in person, I haven't bought any. Because it can be bothered. If I was at a convention, I saw, like, a giant Skywarp that was, like, pink or something. It's like, I want that. Yeah. (laughs) It was just, it's like, I mean... That's the sort of thing that's fun because it's yeah. cheap. It's like back yes. in the earlier days of BotCon, again, uh, where uh, David Kaluni Neji would have his his table of ridiculous knockoffs set up. And, and you could buy like a knockoff action master that just broke the moment you took it out of the package. And oh. that was, you know, that was fun. It wasn't really that fun. It was more fun when they had terrible English on them. <laughs> oh yeah, that's the best part. But that's you know, actually, I'm I'm looking. I just pulled up the uh, the website of one of the stores that that had stuff there. I don't know. I know they had those, but I don't know if they've got them listed under third party. But anyway, it's that's sort of how the how the market is with that right now. It's kind of kind of ridiculous but apparently some of the companies are just too busy getting in each other's business to uh to actually worry about competing viably in the marketplace it's kind of like why why would you do that so here i'm taking a moment also as i uh i shared a picture that uh uh, one of, there was a little, uh, 
third-party shockwave called Bridge Watcher, and that just reminded me of uh, our yeah. our uh, Stasis Pod stuff about how that's that's what he does. That's what Shockwave yeah. is known for is being on the other end of the space bridge. Oh yeah, that that's Shockwave. Like a third-party Shockwave would be cool, but I'm not even going to spend the money to get a masterpiece Shockwave. So mm-hmm. third party is. <laughs> it's, it's so big and so expensive it's usually out of my range Like the last time I really wanted a third party thing was like the ninja insecticons mm-hmm. but they were like shit, I don't even remember how much but they were like too much for it's like oh they look cool and I love the insecticons but nah I'd have to buy all three and that'd be like a couple hundred dollars no mm-hmm. but yeah there are a lot of Companies doing, still doing Optimus Primes for some reason. Uh, everybody's got their own laser prime right now, which is like, I guess, you know, if that's the choice you want to make with your life. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's just, that's just what it is. Now I'm, I'm looking to see, yeah, Wei Jiang. And yeah, one of them is just an RC, like generations RC, but just oversized. Oh, I, I, and you look at it, and it's literally just a. It's this. This was a knockoff. It's not forty dollars. Oh, That's just, the thing that you buy for five dollars at Toy just, Works. Why? Why? Yeah. I don't know. It it was big. I mean, I can tell you it's big. You can't really tell from the pictures, but but it is large. And it's essentially a knockoff. Why a larger RC? Why? Just so you could, like, fit a three and a half, three and three quarter inch figure in her seat? Which you probably can't even do? Yeah, I don't think, I don't think her seat was a thing that worked. Oh, and, like, the weapons are all exactly the same. Why not, like, something more detailed? What, what, why? Why? Yeah. Why? I don't even know why that exists. I'm trying to find these monster bots, but I guess we can... I'll show you that some other time. But, yeah, that's... Yeah. that. That is the state of... That is my report on the state <laughs> of the third-party market right now. It's everything is really big unless it's not. Unless it's very small. Itty bitty blaster. What I what I really needed, what I really wished that I had to go with uh to go with that Megatron was a little ravage. Oh yeah, that was I was thinking about like a, a highly articulated ravage that ma- matched the comic book model, that I would buy. For mm-hmm. reasonable price, if it was like yeah. in scale with like a re- leader Megatron or even a Voyager. Mm-hmm. But but like if somebody made like a giant, almost cat-sized Ravage, no, why? <laughs> no one wants that. No one actually wants that. Uh, but but yeah, so that's you know it was it was a good convention. I'm really glad I went to it. Uh, I should probably make a point to go next year because it was a really nice you know to get get back in that swing of things. Yeah. 
So yeah, that that is our news for this week. I guess maybe next week. Uh, maybe we'll we'll give it two weeks. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, we'll see how my voice is recuperating because I have had a very very bad uh, throat sore throat the last couple weeks really. Yeah, uh, my, my throat's not exactly happy either. But yeah, we uh, will get back into this. Coming down. It's not great. It's not great. No. Uh, we will get back into the swing of recording more often and uh, see see where we go from there. All right, so that's it for this week. Anything else? Anything else to add? Ah, uh, no. Oh, tiny windblade is so cute. I know, and look at that. Look at that overlord. Look at how little that overlord is. She is, though. She's so precious. They had the little RC too, but that at that point, I had already spent like two hundred and forty dollars. So I could not spend another twenty on adorable pink assassin. But uh, yeah. I I was happy that uh, between them needing to undercut another table by two dollars and having a five dollar off thing in the uh, the attendee package, I was able to get Megatron for one hundred and thirteen dollars. Ooh, that's that's still a pretty penny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but appropriate. It's one one thirteen. Yeah, guess. Mm. <laughs> I I. Uh... I mean, they, the good thing about third party stuff is that if you choose it well, it keeps its value pretty well. Mm. Uh, but not if you get, you know, stuff that Hasbro immediately turns around and makes. <laughs> Oops. Yeah. All right. So, uh, we'll wrap it up here for this week. Uh, but we, we will return. Uh, but until then, this has been Jen. And David. Good night. Yay! We did an episode. Okay, gotta stop. Radio is hosted by IaconUnderground.net. We are listener-supported through Patreon, where you can help us cover the cost of running this show and our other podcast, Stasis Pod, at patreon.com slash IaconUnderground. We are on Twitter at IaconUG, Tumblr at IaconUnderground.tumblr.com, and Facebook at facebook.com slash IaconUnderground.